Welcome to YourLifeRocks.com podcast, where you can build a life of balance, purpose, and success. My name is Jenny Stemmerman, working Christian mom, speaker, and coach. Each week, you will find tips and inspiration to grow personally, in your career, and in your faith, and balance it all in your crazy, busy, beautiful life. If you want to cut the overwhelm and take control over your life, visit YourLifeRocks.com. Hey there, welcome to the show. I am so glad that you are here to hang out with us today. Now, this episode goes live on November 1st, which means there are just two months left of 2016. And so today, we're going to talk about how you can really make the most out of those last two months of the year. Now, who knows? You could be listening to this episode six months from now, and it's at a completely different spot in the year. But wherever it is on the calendar, when you first hear this episode, all of this stuff can still apply to you because it's about moving closer to your goals in a short period of time, really evaluating where you're at, where you want to go, and what you can do to make the most of your time. Now, if this is your first time listening to this podcast, first, I just want to welcome you to the show. I'm so glad that you found us. And as we talk about life balance, We really define that as moving closer to goals in all areas of your life, and that's what Your Life Rocks is all about. It's all about helping working Christian moms create that balance, clear the chaos that gets in the way, and truly build a life that you're passionate about, a life that rocks. And truth be told, your life does already rock, right? I'm sure we could talk a lot about the blessings that you already have in your life. And if you're a returning listener to the show, I want to welcome you back and thank you so much for investing your time today in this conversation and in growing yourself because that is truly what this podcast is about. It's here to help support you, to empower you and equip you to enrich your life, to help you create that life that you're wanting to create. And you know, when we talk about this kind of stuff, we're usually talking about eight different categories of life. We're talking about your faith. We're talking about your marriage, your family, your career, your health, your finances, your home, and lastly, your friends and fun. We kind of lump those last two in together. And so today we're going to talk about five things, five different tips that you can do to really maximize these last two months of the year. So before we get into that, I have to make a little confession. So we had a completely different topic planned for this episode today. And maybe you can relate to this where you have the best laid plans, but then you're not always making the smartest choices or decisions. I had recorded a big bulk of the episode that was supposed to be going live today in place of this one, but I didn't save it on my computer. And then what happened? my computer reset. It either got unplugged, I'm not sure, but when I came back today to finish the episode, it was gone. There was nothing there. So I had to start from scratch, and I truly felt like the episode that was supposed to be on today, talking about marriage, was filled with so much fire and passion that I just couldn't do it justice. I couldn't redo it. So I'll have to wait for the Holy Spirit to bring that 
information back to me. There is a recorded live video of that within our Facebook group. So if you're like, oh man, I would have loved to have heard that. It was recorded live on video in the Facebook group. And I just also happened to record it for the podcast, or at least I thought that's what I was doing, but it didn't work out that way. So you can always go back into the Facebook group. You can just search Life Balance by Your Life Rocks in Facebook and find the Facebook group and watch that video if that's something that interests you. So what did I do? Well, of course, I posted in the Facebook group some different topic ideas that I thought that uh, we could talk about today, and everyone voted, and this is the most voted topic. There are a couple other topics in there that we'll have to save for future because I certainly think they're worth visiting as well. So if you're not yet a member of our Facebook group, it's free, and you can have instant access to that great community of women as we're all working to create more balance in our life, and we're all working to remove that chaos and the craziness and the guilt and all of that yucky stuff that can come with being a working mom. And let's just replace it with all of the positive stuff about being a working mom because it really is a pretty great life. All right, so let's get to the topic at hand, which is maximizing our time. Two months left of the year. So we are sitting here at the very entrance of November. So we have all of November and all of December. Now, notice I mentioned it that way. We could say, ah, there's only so many days left until the end of the year. There's so many things I didn't accomplish. Let's just reframe it. We have two whole months. Do you know what you can do in two months? You can do a lot in two months. Think about it. Think about a time in the past when you've like massively changed your life in a short period of time. You can still do that now. Now you can look at all the obstacles that are going to stand in your way. If you're in the U.S., we have Thanksgiving coming up. There's Christmas. There's all kinds of other holidays in between and functions that require our attention. But you know what? Yeah, it's a big time of year, but every year there's always something going on. So don't use those as excuses to hold you back from your goals and really from living the life that you want to live because it's all within your grasp. It's just making that decision. Okay, so as we get into these five things, I'm really going to be talking about five different areas of your life. So five of those eight areas and really looking at those areas as things that you can do to move you forward. All right, so number one, let's talk about your career. Fourth quarter, is the best time to be pouring time and attention into your career. It sets you up for the next year in a huge way. I have seen this principle play out in multiple different industries, multiple different positions, spending time in the fourth quarter to really evaluate where you are in your in your business, in your career is so critical. If you manage a team, assessing your team now You know, end of year reviews are going to be coming up for those of you in the corporate world. That is just a fact of life. Preparing end of year budgets, all of those things. But this is really a great time to start really examining, expecting what you expect from your team. Think about your your growth goals. Maybe you hit them this year. Maybe you were far away from them. Do you have the right team in place to help you achieve those long-term goals? 
Now, of course, when we're talking about that, we're talking about business objectives, but even thinking about your long-term career, are you surrounded by the right people? Do you have the right mentors in your life to help move you closer to where you want to be? It's also a great time to assess your skill level. Thinking about where you want to be, where you are now, there's usually a gap from where you are to where you want to be. Do you have the skills necessary to close that gap or are there skills that you need to get? Whatever those skills are, now is a great time to be looking into seminars, classes, things like that that you can do to help close that gap. And let's not forget, because it's the end of the year and you heard me mention budgets, a lot of times our corporations that we work for have budgets set aside for personal development. So have you used that yet? What about other budgets that are set aside that you might be able to spend? Maybe upgrading equipment for yourself or for your team. Really be thinking about all of those things now. And you know what? This is the reason why I mentioned this, because it is a busy time of year for a lot of industries and a lot of businesses. And we can forget to pause and look around to really get above the business, to to be able to strategically look at it, to see where it is that we're going. Are we equipped for the journey ahead? Now is the best time to be able to do that because you give yourself a few more weeks and people are going to be on vacation. You're going to be fully into the year-end stuff with reviews, budgets, preparing for next year, all of that kind of stuff. Right now is that perfect little window that you have where you can set aside some time and really look and see where you are for your career, for your business goals, and make a difference going forward. Be very strategic. Now is the time for strategy. There are other times, other seasons in business where it's all about action. Right now, I challenge you to have the discipline to be strategic with your career. All right, so that is number one. Number two, let's talk about your health. This is a dangerous time of year for your health. Let me share a little story with you. So last year, um, 2015, I was in the best shape of my life. I was really spending a lot of time and attention and taking care of my health, both in how I was physically fit, in my weight, in my stress, like the whole bit. And I really was the healthiest I've ever been. Sleeping better, more physically active, eating healthier. And because I'd worked so hard all year, totally the wrong mindset, I decided I needed to reward myself because I had always spent years stressing out about my weight over the holidays. And so I decided, you know what, this year, I'm just going to let it go. I can always go back to my other habits in January, but I'm just going to enjoy every holiday cookie, everything the season has to offer. I'm not going to deny myself one thing. Bad decision. (laughs) It was such a bad decision because let me tell you what happened. So Thanksgiving happened and was right on plan, going for everything, pants started getting tighter. Okay, then we get closer to Christmas and my grandmother passes away. I am a huge stress eater. Stress eater. I am not proud of it. In fact, right now that's something that God is really working hard on me to depend on him and not food. But At the time, that's what I turned to as I turned to a lot of food. So by the time Christmas came around, needless to say, I did not fit into anything. Then it started to roll in closer to the new year and I knew I was going to try to get healthy again. So I started really taking advantage of the time and getting every last bite in that I could. Well, when January came around, guess what? Busyness. 
busy, busy time of year, launching into the business goals, launching into responsibilities of things that needed to have happen. And because I was so out of practice of keeping my healthy lifestyle, it was really hard for me to get back on it. Really, really hard. In fact, it probably took me until maybe till June to get kind of serious about my health goals. And then things changed again and I was off of track. It never made it back in as a habit. And that's what having a healthy lifestyle is all about, is having a healthy habits in your life. And habits are things that you have to do consistently for a long period of time in order for it to really be classified as a habit. So I share that story with you to really remind you how important it is to keep your healthy habits going. If you have had habits through the summertime, through the fall that you are doing right now, don't stop. In fact, the best thing that you can do is to encourage yourself to continue. So I ask you to take a few minutes in a notebook and just jot down the healthy habits that you already have. Maybe it's getting your water in. Maybe it's working out a few times a week. Maybe it's walking every single day. Maybe it's parking further away. Maybe it's watching what you're eating. Whatever it is that you currently have in place, acknowledge those things and make a commitment to keep them through the holidays. Because here's one thing I've come to realize is it's not about scrapping the healthy habits to enjoy the unhealthy ones. If you can keep your healthy habits and just indulge here or there, you have far less negative impact on your overall health, a lot less negative impact on your body and your mind because that is the worst part about living an unhealthy lifestyle is the effect it has on your mind. Now, if you're listening to this and you're saying, oh, I so wish I had some healthy habits to write down, but right now my health has been horrible. Girl, I get you. I totally get you. It has been a huge life change this whole year for me with moving across the country and starting a new job. Healthy habits are not something that I can easily say I have in place. We might know what to do, but it's a whole different thing to have it in practice. So like I said a few minutes ago, one of the things that I'm really doing, especially as I go into this holiday season and the last two months of the year, is really drawing closer to my faith. And I know, number two, we're talking about your health, but drawing closer to my faith gives me the discipline to lean on God and not food and stress. It gives me the discipline to know what it is that I need to do and to stick to it. Now, I'm also sticking to a healthier eating plan and committing to that going forward for the last two months of the year and beyond, getting back into some of those healthy habits. I've identified really what they were, how I started on them, and I'm starting to duplicate that process. So I encourage you in the Facebook group, I'll be posting a little bit more about that in the coming weeks and just how that's really becoming more of an integral part of my life, um, especially using God as a big part of that. So if you're interested in how I'm doing that, I encourage you to follow that journey in the coming weeks in our Facebook group. But bottom line, if you don't have a health program that you're sticking to, find one now. You wait a couple weeks and then you'll justify You'll justify it's Thanksgiving. And then after Thanksgiving, I'll start something so that I'll be healthy in time for Christmas. No, you won't, because then there will be Christmas parties. And then we'll all wait until after the Christmas party. Well, then after the Christmas party is another Christmas party. And then after that is Christmas. And then next thing you know, you've gone up a few pounds, maybe five pounds. The national average is 10 pounds. And next thing you know, it's January 1, and you're having to reverse the damage of the last two months. Even if you don't set out a goal to 
do something massive in your health. Create that goal to maintain your health at the very least, your current state of health between now and January. Number three, let's talk about fun. Now, this is one of those eight areas of life that we don't talk enough about. Sometimes we talk a lot and we focus about our friendships and how, you know, we can show up in different ways for our friends, but we don't talk enough about fun. And let's just think about this. And this can apply, again, to any time of the year, but especially right now. We are entering some of the funnest months if we allow it. Again, mindset plays such an important role. We can look at, say, for example, upcoming Thanksgiving and say, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to be around these relatives that I might not necessarily love to hang out with. And there's going to be stress and there's going to be this and there's going to be that. Or you can look at it and say, how can I make this holiday more fun? What can I do? What things have I always wanted to do for my kids to make Thanksgiving more fun or to make Christmas more fun? Really think about those things because this is the time to be intentional about it and to plan for it. Just to give you a small little example, one of the things that I've always thought was really awesome that I see on Pinterest all of the time For those of you who maybe don't know me super well or you haven't listened to enough episodes yet, I have this love-hate thing with Pinterest. So one of the things I see on Pinterest every year, and I always think, oh, it's such a great idea, is wrapping up 24 different Christmas books and having it under the tree so that your kids can unwrap a new book every single night. Really give the gift of reading. I love the idea of that. However, do you know how much a book costs? Like that is a small fortune to do that. But I love the sentiment of it. So it was something my husband and I started talking about a little bit ago, probably I would say maybe two or three months ago, he saw the same thing come across his feed on Facebook. And he mentioned it to me and I said, yes, I love that. But think about it. Whenever we buy the kids books, they're at least $10, but usually like 14 bucks, 19 bucks. If we did that, (laughs) that's just outrageous amount of money to spend. 24 books, two children, do the math. That's a lot of money. So we started being intentional about it. If it's something that we want to do, you know what? Life is short. Life is going to pass. And I want to be able to look back and say, I did those things. I don't want to live with regrets. So we started looking around at garage sales and used bookstores and collecting books that we could find for 50 cents, sometimes even cheaper. You know, you can like haggle with the prices and negotiate and get a lot of books for hardly anything, which is what we've done. And now we'll be able to do that this year for our kids. But, you know, sometimes we have this expectation and this vision in our mind of what we think a perfect holiday should be. Insert your favorite Hallmark Christmas movie right there. But the thing is, is we can recreate some of that. Now, normally I'm telling you to let go of the expectation But for the fun of the holidays, I want you to think about those expectations, those things that you wish you could have, those things you wish you could do, you could plan for. Be intentional now. Set aside a couple hours this weekend and just plan for it. Figure out what it is that you need to buy, that you need to make, that you need to do, that you need to, who you need to contact and get it done. What's holding you back? What is holding you back? I promise the holiday will be much more fun if you allow yourself to have fun. Now, again, if you're listening to this and it's past the last two months of 2016, maybe it's early 2017 that you're hearing this. Maybe it's much later in the year of 2017. Look ahead in the next 60 days. How can you have more fun? If it's summertime, 
What summertime activities have you always wanted to do with your kids or even just with yourself or your spouse or girlfriends? Do it. Don't hold back. Just do it. Whatever that first thing is that popped into your mind, just do it. All right, so number one, we talked about making use of fourth quarter to advance your career and really prep for the year ahead. Number two, we talked about your health and maintaining healthy habits or at the very least, adopting some healthy habits that will help you maintain your health through the holiday season. Number three, we just got done talking about fun. Number four, let's talk about finances. Now, a couple episodes ago, we had Rachel King on talking about some financial basics, budgeting basics. Now, this kind of goes hand in hand with what I just talked about with having fun. Fun sometimes can cost money. There's a lot of fun things that you can do for free, but the holidays can cost a fortune. So to really make the most of the last two years, there's a there's a couple things that I recommend doing. One, making a budget. If you normally make a budget, awesome. Take into account the holidays. Make sure that you have budgeted some of those things that you want to do for fun. Make sure you've budgeted it in the extra holiday food, the parties, the gifts. All of those things are added into that budget. The other thing to do to make the most of this year is to get in touch with your accountant to make sure everything is squared away for tax deductions, for contributions to retirement funds, extra money to savings, all of those things now to really make sure you have a bigger impact on your finances for the next two months. One of the things that I'm really focused on in this area as I look forward in the next two months is almost making a game for myself on how much money I can save. Because again, we're talking about going into the holiday season. Hello, if I want to create some of the fun stuff that I was talking about, it's going to require money. But rather than having that mindset of not having enough to do what I want, I'm reframing it and thinking, what things can we do that add extra fun that are really cheap or free? And how can I have make a game of it to put more money in savings? And truth be told, that's kind of what I plan on giving my husband for Christmas this year. Because I love and respect back to my husband, I'm not going to spend as much money as I might normally spend at the holidays. And you know what? I'm going to choose to be okay about it. In fact, I want to save money so that when he looks at that account, he sees the extra money going into savings. He sees that number going up. Now, however you work out your financial relationship with your spouse, that's That's really up to you guys. Hopefully you have something and maybe that's how you finish the year strong is you actually have a communication plan around money with your spouse. But for me, that is what I'm going to be doing. Really making a game of it, rewarding myself by putting more money into our savings account. All right, the fifth and last way that you can really make the most of this last year. And again, it correlates right back to what we just talked about, improving your marriage. Think about it this way. We've covered a lot of different things in this episode alone. Hopefully you're already starting to think about the calendar and everything that's coming up. I know for me, as I was getting ready for the upcoming month and doing my standard operating practices, if you're part of our membership, Life Balance, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. Really preparing the month ahead and looking at the calendar. I decided to go ahead and do December as well, just so I was ahead of the game, again, to make the most of this last two months. 
and between things going on for my work, things going on for his work, things going on with the kids, holiday programs, Thanksgiving, days that they're out of school, my husband's birthday is at the beginning of December, like all of these things, it really makes you realize how fast the next two months are going to go. And around the holidays, we tend to put a lot of time and attention on our kids, especially in December. That's when we spend a lot of time and attention on our kids. But what time and attention are you spending on your marriage? What are you doing for your husband that is intentional about making him know that he is an importance to you? You see, it's really, really easy, especially when you love what you do for work, to make your work your number one thing, to spend the last two months really driving hard towards those end-of-the-year goals of really doing a lot to set you up for the next year. And typically what happens when we live unbalanced like that, when everything is driving towards our career, we start to feel guilty. So then what do we do? We open a little window and let the kids in, right? Any extra energy we have goes towards them then there's typically nothing left over. Especially because once we do have a little bit left over, we're exhausted and we need to take care of ourselves. But here's the truth. This is the truth about having a balanced lifestyle. Rather than putting your career first, put God first. Follow his commands that he has over your life. That will dictate where you are with your business. That'll dictate where you are as a, as a mom and as a wife. It might take realigning a few things to really be obedient to God, to be submissive to your husband, to be caring and nurturing for your kids, and then doing your business. It might be a different shuffle than you're used to. It might not be the easiest change for you to make, but I promise you it'll be so much richer of a next two months for you by doing it that way. So what can you practically do? Well, Like I said, I highly encourage you to get the calendar out, pull up the school calendar on the website, see what events are coming up, talk to the kids' teachers, know what their schedule looks like. That way you won't miss any of the fun kids' stuff, right, that they have scheduled. That will eliminate some of the guilt. When you can live without having guilt control you and how you interact with your kids, then you can be more proactive with your marriage. And let us not forget, and I hope, oh, I hope that you pick this up. When you are taking care of your husband, when you are spending time nurturing your marriage, that is the best thing that you can do for your children. By setting that example for them on what a godly marriage should look like, what a godly wife does, that is the best gift that you can give your kids. And at the end of the day, your kids are going to grow up. They're going to leave the house If you have any kids over the age of 12, you know they kind of want their own space. They don't want to just hang out with you all the time. Your spouse is going to be there when the kids are gone. You want to make sure you have a strong relationship with them. So really think about what things you can do. What is their love language? What will make him feel respected by you as you move throughout the next two months? And just like I said on so many of those other things, once you have that figured out, just do it. All right, so let's cover off, let's recap the five things we talked about to make the most of the rest of this year. Number one, we talked about your career, really hunkering down, spending some time focusing on what strategies, what can you do strategically to end the year strong and set yourself up strong for 2017. Number two, 
We talked about your health. What healthy habits can you carry forward and not drop throughout the holidays? Or what things can you start to implement right now to make sure you can carry that health through the holidays? So you're not starting off January completely backwards from where you are in this very moment. Number three, we talked about fun. We are entering the funnest time of the year, but sometimes we convince ourselves it's the most stressful time of year. Recondition your thought. Think about what would be fun for you to do in November and December and just do it. Number four, we talked about finances. The importance of making sure that you are fiscally sound as you move through these next two months. Making sure you have a budget, you have a spending plan in place for the holidays coming up and to talk to your accountant to make sure that you have everything squared away so that you're ending the year on a high note financially. And number five, take care of your husband. Make it a priority to put it on the calendar, to spend time with him, to nurture that relationship over the coming months because it's easy to let your marriage kind of get forgotten with all of everything else that's going on. So be intentional that that is not going to happen to your marriage this year. Now, within our Facebook group this week, this is our theme of the week, is ending the year strong. Every week we have a different theme. Every day we have a different focus within that theme to help us all grow in every area of our life. So if you're not yet a member of Life Balance by Your Life Rocks, our free Facebook community, I invite you to join. You can just search Your Life Rocks in Facebook and find a link to join that group. Or you can go to yourliferocks.com forward slash community. And of course, we will be linking to that in our show notes as well. And so now it comes time for our Bible verse of the episode. If you are new to our podcast, this is something we do every single episode is we focus on a different Bible verse. And the reason is, is that the verses in the Bible are not just meant for Sunday. These are the living word of God, things that we can apply to every part of our life. It really is our instruction manual. And so for this episode today, we are looking at Galatians 6, 9, and it reads, And let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. And the reason why I love this verse for this episode is it's easy to kind of go into holiday mode where we forget about all of our goals, where we forget about all of the things that really matter. But if you do not grow weary, if you keep your intention high, then come the end of the year, you will reap the benefits of your discipline. Now, of course, you can get everything that we've talked about today at our show notes page by going to yourliferocks.com forward slash 49. That's just the numbers, 49, yourliferocks.com forward slash 49. And on that page, I will also link to two other resources for you in addition to our Facebook group and everything we talked about. Number one is our free leadership training that you can get. So if if for you, growing in your leadership is a priority for fourth quarter, we have a leadership course that's just about to launch, and I would love to have you go through that with us. So I'll make sure I link to the information, not only to a free leadership training that you can get, but also that paid version as well. Our program is called Authentic Impact, and it's all about helping you be a more impactful leader. Now, I'm also going to link to their information about our membership, Life Balance by Your Life Rocks. You heard me mention it a little bit earlier on in the episode about monthly planning. Our membership has its core flagship course called Life Balance. 
It's really a 90-day goal-setting system that allows you to really prioritize and grow in every area of your life so that you can really cut the chaos and create balance for yourself. Now, within the membership, we also have other resources to help you grow, to help enrich your life in every one of the eight categories. There's a lot of bonus content in the membership as well. So I will link to that in our show notes page. Again, I thank you so much for spending time with us today, for investing in yourself and being part of this episode. If it brought value for you, would you just mind sharing it with some friends, maybe sharing it on social media? We would love to have some new listeners join this podcast as well. Now, this Thursday is our last mini series, mini meaning short episode, short series for leadership. So I hope that you tune in for that one as well, especially as you're growing in your career. And then we will be back next Tuesday with a full regular Your Life Rocks episode. So until then, keep building a life that rocks. Bye.